Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Mel King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. It's the 5 o'clock fire. Brought to you by Regions Bank. Ah, it is 5 o'clock. Congratulations. Hopefully you're off work. Luckily for you, Old Dirty and the Dilf. The big Dilf. And Psycho T have the latest. And the latest is um, Clint. The Washington Commanders, they made their hire. They hired Dan Quinn as the new head coach, their next head coach. He will take over for Ron Rivera, who was there the past couple of years. And uh, they take him from the Cowboys, a defensive coordinator out there, and um, and he is going to take over that team and uh, be a part of the NFC East. <clears throat> I think it's interesting that Washington is the last team to be able to fill their vacancy. It felt like they were one of the... I would say when you look at what they have, the most cap space, the number two overall pick in draft capital, um, with some young players and parts there, that that'd be a squad that people would want to roll to potentially. But they get Dan Quinn real quick. Y'all, y'all fellas think Dan was the first choice? No. <laughs> I would hope not. How far down you think they got before they settled in on Dan? A couple at least. Oh, you th- So you think Dan's at least – the third or fourth choice. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Dan, a boy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say Mike, tough, Mike, man. Because they, they, they interviewed Slowick. They interviewed Ben. They interviewed uh, they interviewed Mike McDonald. They interviewed Quinn, obviously. Uh, um Who else? There's one more in there somewhere Did that I saw. Did they get Harbaugh? They, they, I don't I mean, think they, they got Harbaugh. But, um, but no, I, I think, I think shoot, I, I, look, I think... I think the – I don't know that Harbaugh ever – I mean, he would. He knew where he was going, didn't he? Yeah, L.A., yeah, probably. But, um, yeah, no, I, I think they went after – I think that their first – the first thought there was to go after one of those young offensive-minded guys, but but ended up landing with, with their second-best defensive-minded guy. I think Mike McDonald would have been their best. first. Yeah. So they want to go the offensive guy, the second potential. That would be my bet, but I mean, I you know, what, hell, what do I what how do? do, I do? How, I just, how you think Dan goes the second time around? He was with Atlanta, got them to a Super Bowl, uh, right? And and then, of course, they blew that Super Bowl here at NRG 28-3 to, to – to uh, Brady and the Patriots, but how do you see the sense of him coming back in year or the the second time around as a uh, as a head coach? We've seen, he's the second one who's gotten or the third one, but him, Jim, and Raheem Morris that have gotten second opportunities yeah. after being fired before in the NFL. How do you uh, how you see him coming back as a head coach this time? Well, I, I 
I would imagine he's going to be okay. I'm, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, I, I don't think he's, I don't think he's going to be an awful hire. I, I, I think Ron Rivera left that organization probably like roster wise in a pretty good spot. We've talked about it multiple times. You got the number two overall pick. You got, I believe, the number 34, 36 overall pick. You got more cap space than anybody in the league. Um, I think the roster already had Terry McLaurin. I don't. He's not. A, he's not a free agent. So Terry McLaurin's still going to be there. Um, who I think is a is a fringe tier one guy with the talent to be to definitely be a tier one guy. Um, probably underrated, severely underrated, really. Um, and, and you know you got some pieces on that defense uh, that Ron Rivera left that I think Dan Quinn can 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 work with. Um, so I, I think Dan Quinn will be fine. Look, there's there's no there is zero doubt that what he did on the defensive side of the football in Dallas was was absolutely tremendous. Both schematically, um, you know, you look at you know what he what he was able to do with with Micah Parsons in, in terms of being able to move him around and and not let team zero in on him. He did a tremendous job with that. Uh, overcome overcoming the the injury to Diggs his number one corner and ends up with a corner Bland that ends up being a Pro Bowler this year. Um, was he an All Pro? Was he All Pro yeah, as well? First team All Pro. With the yeah. So sixes. I mean, I mean, you know, there's no doubt about it. Like defensively, I mean, he he earned every bit of this second opportunity. He is. It, it, I would be shocked if Washington's defense isn't really, really, really good. Now, what he does offensively, we'll see. I don't even know who That's he's hired part, yet yeah. or what they what direction they've gone there, but. Um, he has made good hires before. He had Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan, yeah. And, yeah. And, and with that crew, so I'd imagine he's probably going to go sure. in, in that tree and that and that operation. And there's a lot of uh, a lot of guys that are getting jobs yep. out of that tree. So uh, we'll see. There, Ron Rivera takes over. This means Dallas will be looking for a new DC. And um, he had, as you said, there he had a role in there. Those years he was in Dallas, they were. They were a really good defense until, I guess, well, the playoffs. But then until it mattered, <laughs> I still I still don't know what the hell that that was against the Packers. I mean, they just had they just had multiple people they just running nice free without ten yards, within ten fifteen yards of each other, just just rolling out there. So that's it. Head coaches are uh, completely filled now. And uh, all eight has been filled. Rest easy, H Town. Bobby Sloak, Gerard Johnson, still in town, baby. Yep, and uh, and don't even want to worry about the Gerard Johnson potentially going to Washington because they have sold him up too. So there's no OC being hired there. Five o'clock fire. All right, the Super Bowl. Uh, little update here: the 49ers, two point favorite right now. It was kind of going up and down. Two point favorite. Should the Niners be favored in this game? You think? No. Really? I mean, the reason for my quick response is when it all comes down to the quarterback for me in these big games, and I think they have the quarterback advantage. I agree with you from the line perspective. Like, I don't know how much. Like, I, I like, Oh, you don't I, think the Niners should be? You think the, you don't think the Niners no, should be? No, I, I'm surprised that the Chiefs aren't favored, given, really? given their defense and Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid and, and – Travis Kelsey and Appreciate what, what they just did on this the road third, versus Baltimore. Third straight game, they're not favored. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm surprised that that that's not the case. But um, obviously, when you talk about these lines like this, there's a lot more goes into it than my my feels on on Andy Reid, Pat Mahomes, and the Kansas City defense. So um, it's just how you judge it because I guess all year the Niners have clearly through the year been the better team. Um, I think that I guess the way to describe it, it feels like the Chiefs are playing closer to 
their best ball now than the Niners are. Because the, the Niners were a 10-point favorite against the Packers. Yeah. And a 7-point favorite against the Lions and had to fight like hell. I think they won both both those games by three. Yeah. Uh, so, um, but that, I mean, when you look at the talent, I mean, they're what they're rolling out that they're you know Debo and Christian McCaffrey and uh, Brandon Ayuk, George who had Kittle, big, George Kittle. They've got a lot of talent. Trent Williams, boy, you start rolling down the list of of, of like game changers on that team. Now, I, now I wow. think they got a lot of talent, but boy, Craig Carton, he almost got to me, Tyler. Yo, he almost, he What'd almost, do? he almost tried to piss me off, Clint. I want you to look at this. I want to see. I want you to look at this yourself. I don't even want to read this off. So Craig Carden did the top ten players in the Super Bowl. The top ten players, both teams included, in the Super Bowl. Uh oh, how many were Chiefs? Number one's Mahomes. Fair. Number two in the game, Brock Purdy. Number three, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, he clearly forgot. Number that's four, a, that's an accident. Number four, Debo Samuel. Number five, Brandon Ayuk. Number All right. number six, Trent Williams. Where is he? Number seven, George Kittle. Number eight, Nick Bosa, who I think is rolling over in his grave sitting behind Brock Purdy in this thing. Number nine, Fred Warner, the what? linebacker. And number ten, Harrison Butker, the kicker for oh the Chiefs, is the uh, is the tenth. That's just silly. Well, what is the joke? I don't think you said he almost got you. He, Travis Kelsey I mean, yeah, is the best. Tight end. Not a joke. He's dead serious. No, he did, he did, he did, he did must not like him. And, and I, I would imagine they don't like the Chiefs. I don't know. Where's Chris yeah, Jones? But, but Chris you, Jones got to fall in you, here, right? Somewhere. Sure, but I mean, it started the, Travis, <laughs> the kicker. The kicker. I mean, Travis Kelsey's. They they just bookended like, with did, Pat Mahomes and the kicker. Not not that he needed last week's performance, but did he make this list like before? The AFC Championship. Game? I, don't, I just, like, I don't like. He must not listen, like Taylor Swift. I that's think. It. Well, I mean, I, the Chiefs have that's a gotta, couple. That's got to be a joke. It's the Chiefs got a couple of guys. I, I listened to the clip. He's, he's acting like he's dead ass serious. Now, this is a person that you would never take serious. Mark Slayrith was looking at him uh, like he wanted to fight him. But I mean, this is this, like. I think that I think the 49ers have. More guys. I mean, all of these guys are really, really talented. I mean, they've got a crew of guys when you look at that. But I mean, you, I mean, Chris Jones got to be on this thing. Travis Kelsey's got to be on this yes. thing. Like the, the the luxurious need has got to be on. You know, this thing. I I, I thought I thought it was kind of overblown last last week. The rosters between the Ravens and the Chiefs. I thought they were a lot closer than people thought they were. I thought it was kind of proven out in the game. Uh, I don't think it's as close. I think overall the 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 49ers have I guess man for man more talent. I still think that the the Chiefs are more top heavy. Right? Like I, I like to me I I would argue that the Chiefs have 3 of the top 5 players in the game. Like with Mahomes, Kelsey and Jones. Like I would I would I would argue 3 in the, and then to me I think McCaffrey and Nick and, and Bosa Right there, and Trent Williams is somebody you think maybe right. should be in there or whatever. But like I, I would think that's the case. I, I think there's a bigger gap in this game than the Ravens Chiefs. But I, I but I don't think it's this far. Obviously, yeah, that's silly. There's got to be a backstory to that. I mean, <laughs> I'm telling Car- you, Carson's he must not gotta, like Taylor. It's got to be a Taylor Swift deal or or somewhere along the lines. Him and Kelsey <laughs> got into it, and because even if it's a joke, I mean, it's Kelsey's got to be the one at the very end, right? Not not Butker. 
we going to Las Vegas? The kicker. Got the kicker advantage, huh? The kicker is the second best player for the Chiefs. Was that, that, so that's not done by position because there's no offensive lineman in there. Is this no, there just is. The Trent's in there. I know, but I mean, I'm talking about like it's not done by position, though. It's, no. it's done by just, 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 just random. The top, ten, the top, ten, the top yeah. ten players in the game. Yeah, there's got to be there's got to be something there. <laughs> Craig's got to be like one of those one of those people that was texting us the other day, just just full has, of raging anger about has, Taylor Swift. This has to be like Andy Reid flashing this repeatedly in the locker room. <laughs> Appreciate people enjoying nuggies. <laughs> enjoying nuggies. All right, um, but we'll see. Two point uh two point favors going into this game. You gonna put any money on this? Going. I already have. You got the Chiefs. Indeed. Really. Max bet. Max bet mm-hmm. on the Chiefs. Three hundo. I'm still leaning 49ers, I think. Mm, that makes me feel better. I, I think the two teams, as as Tyler, yeah, right? There's no doubt. As Ron just uh, just mentioned, I, I think it's a, I think it's a pretty even matchup. Um, but I think I think Lady Luck is on San Francisco's side. Lady Luck versus the coaching advantage. Yeah. See. Didn't have a protractor out there. Mm. See who wins that one. No, it'll be a good game. There's still time. I may swing, but right now that's um, I'm 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 there. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, all that coming up, man. Super Bowl uh, next week. We'll see. The line's been moving. The Chiefs took a, took it for like a day, but then it moved back to the Niners. So we'll see if it stays at that way as we get to the game. Nevada. Five o'clock fire. All right, um, our guy John Harris. Um, he's down there in uh, in Mobile, Alabama. And um, he's doing a great job there. And, and really, what I've heard, one of the great, uh, 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 one of the great spots to go to, one of the great things in sports to go and really witness uh, the Senior Bowl practices in the Senior Bowl. And I think, I, I think that, that we should have boots on the ground there in a Tyler Milner. I think Tyler should really give us the thought of trying to Cheryl. push your way to do that, uh, getting there. But we know Nick is there, and this is an important. Time uh, and this is Nick's favorite time of the year, boy. Nick, thank God he ain't got to be thinking about nothing else but players and all that. For you, it, it, you look at this team. What what are you? What would you be eyeing down there if you're Nick Casario and you think about like some of the things that this team needs, whether that's depth, whether that's whatever. What 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 kind of things are you eyeing down there if you're Nick Casario at the Senior Bowl position wise? I, I gotta say safety, mm. D end, linebacker. Those would be my 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 first three, um, you know, and then I, I I do think there's there's room, um, you know there there's room for uh, possibly a running back. Um, yeah, to to me, I I think Clint, a lot of the uh, the potential like potential big like. Not big play, but guys that I don't want to say gadget, but maybe secondary playmakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to me, like you know, like that third down back that's a changeup that can catch the ball out of the backfield. That's one thing I, mm-hmm. I think we didn't really see that a lot from Singletary. Thought that might be the case for him, but like you'll see some teams that use that as a weapon. We're just talking about the Niners. The Niners definitely use that as a weapon. Maybe secondary things like that, speed at the receiver position. Maybe tied in as well. Those are things I know they have set up with Anaya Smith, Roman Wilson out of Michigan. Anaya Smith, obviously the receiver at A and M, punt returner. That's the type of thing, uh, and a guy that jumps out to me, thinking like, boy, I I could see if the Texans can add somebody 
you know, like that. Yeah. Back, you know, that can I, I, add I like, some spice. I like the Anaya Smith thought, man. I mean, that 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 cat right there is is cat quick, man. I mean, and, and you want to talk about a, a gadget guy that I think a lot of us thought maybe maybe Tank Dell would be, which I I think I think Tank Dell could be that if he wanted to, but I think he's more than that. I think I think he is a legit outside receiver that can that can do more. And I'd like to see him be put out there and left there. So if you have a, a legit guy instead of Xavier Hutchinson or, or or you know just just randomly running the jet sweep, you can do it with literally some intentions with a guy like Anaya Smith, a, 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 a slot gadget offensive weapon like that would be would be a a big time complimentary piece for this offense. Yeah, yeah. All right, who would you want? Who would you want? Who would you want Nick Casario and D'Amico to go get? Mike Evans or T. Higgins? We'll discuss that coming up next. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, The King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Cubley. All right, welcome back in as... Uh, as everybody was uh, filling themselves, I first saw this from Tyler Milner, who lost his uh, who who lost his mind when he saw Mike Evans was at the Rockets game, six to midnight. You think he stopped over at NRG Stadium? Oh, oh man, God. You need, you're gonna make me sit down. He probably he maybe stopped in Galveston a little bit, but I don't know, man. Maybe he did. Mm. I think he was actually near your house, Tyler, just walking. Yeah, you could have gone out there and then up on the north side. Yeah, over there, just could have gone out there. <laughs> I wonder if Mark, uh, I'm not Mark. I wonder if Mike's people still down in Galveston, or if he moved them in the city. Hmm, they probably still. Uh, I mean, if I had Mike's money, if I had Mike's money, you'd have a place in Galveston and in the city. Well, I'd have me a beach house or maybe a, a real a, nice, you know, something out there. But I, I, I would have, I'd have me a crib here with the with the quarters for the people, for my yeah. mom and them. Have my have my a mother. What do they call it? Mother in law quarters or whatever. Yeah. yeah. He probably got. Yeah, he probably got a few. I'd have me. I'd have me a mama quarters. I'd have me a mother in law quarter. Oh, I'd have, yeah, have all. I'd have all you got of them. that money. Yeah, he's trying yeah. to get paid again. Uh, is what he is. Uh, he is doing. But it got everybody that thinking. Oh man, he's here. He's here. We know he's a free agent. We know there's a possibility that he could leave the Tampa Bay Bucks. Although the Bucks said they don't want him to go anywhere. We'll see what happens with that. But. To me, it's 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 this deal, right? I think all three of us, we know Tyler, all three of us, if the Texans were to say, all right, we're going to make a run after Mike Evans, and we're going to try to get Michael, Mike Evans here as a Houston Texan, I think we would all, all be for it, right? We've talked about this team needs to add some kind of a weapon, 
and Mike Evans would absolutely fill the role the role of a weapon. But I just want to pit him against another wide receiver. And these are two of the top wide receivers in this free agency class. And many, many publications have T. Higgins as the number one receiver and Mike Evans somewhere in that top three to five. Now, Evans is getting dropped because of his age. He'll be 31 in August before the season starts. And T. Higgins is 25 years old. He just turned 25 in January. If you had your druthers for who you would like Nick Casario, D'Amico Ryans to target, you got one guy, Mike Evans, who I said, yes, he is uh, is turning 31 in August, but, man, his first 10 seasons, 1,000 yards receiving. 16 games, 17 games, season, don't matter, 1,000 yards receiving his first 10 years, and he did it again this year, and – Hell, you could argue, was the best player on the field in the last playoff game he played against the Lions with Tampa. Or T. Higgins, 25 years old, four seasons, two out of the four seasons, 1,000 yards last year, had some injuries that kind of held him down. But an ascending player at 25 years old that I think a lot of people view as a guy who can be your number one receiver. He just happens to be playing with Jamar Chase, and, uh, and he hasn't been that guy. So... 713-572-4610. You can text in. Those of you on YouTube and Twitch, you can jump in as well. Who would you want D'Amico, Nick, Cal, Hannah, everybody to target to get Mike Evans or T. Higgins? 10 out of 10, Mike Evans, baby. Um, when you, 10 out of 10. They're, they're absolutely, man. There's, there's one thing that this team needs is a game-changing pass catcher for – C.J. Stroud. This team needs a man-beating, big-bodied wide receiver, um, tier one wide receiver uh, for for C.J. Stroud. And and this is a bona fide tier one man-beating, big-bodied, win with speed, win with size, contact doesn't bother, big hands can go get it. Um, Mike Evans is that guy. You mentioned some some numbers in terms of his thousand yard seasons. Um, 10 years of it. Well, the last four years, he's got 46 touchdowns. Um, it, it's wild how this guy has the ability to continue to produce, uh, continue to to get open and, and catch touchdowns. Um, for me, Ron, it, it is 10 out of 10, um, Mike Evans. I believe that, that the, the, the big thing here with Mike Evans is I know exactly what I'm paying for. I know exactly what I'm getting. I've seen it for 10 straight years, and that's what I want. The only gamble, again, you mentioned the age at 31. I'd roll the dice uh, 10 out of 10 times on on uh, on Mike Evans, without a doubt. That would be an absolute game changer for C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans. Yeah, I, yeah, I know Tyler would, would agree with you. I know he's Mike Evans. I, go, I would go T. Higgins. Um, I would go with the – Ascending player. I listen. I think it's very fair because I think you said that a couple of times. What I know it is. I yep. know. I know that Mike is a one, and today Mike is a one. I I do think it is fair to question how long Mike can can play at this level, mm-hmm. right? And 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 you know maybe it's two three years that you need him at right to play at this level. I do question how long at thirty one and is you know where he is if he slows down and takes a step back. I don't know 
because we haven't seen T. Higgins just say, hey, game in, game out, I am the number one guy in the passing offense that other teams are going to try to stop. That's who they're looking at to try to stop in the passing game. Will they're put roll coverage his way or put their best corner on him and follow him. We've not seen that consistently because Jamar Chase is the guy that has garnered that. But, man, I just think it's a deal that we haven't seen it. I believe that T. Higgins can be and is a one in this league if he was given the opportunity. And at 25 years old, and I honestly, I I don't know who would – he'd probably be a little bit more expensive but because of the age uh, and, and maybe the contract is longer. But, but I like the ascending player at 25 that – I think he does a lot of the things that that Mike does, and I think he is a player that is on the rise. Yeah. And and you could have him for the next four or five years, and he's still not reached the age that Mike will be when it starts the season and can be, be a guy. I, I agree with you. Right now today, you know, gun to my head, harder scrotum, the places I don't want to get shot. Yes, Mike Evans is the guy that I would trust right now as being a one. But it's only because I just haven't had enough time to see it from T. Higgins. I truly believe that that cat would be a one in the league. Well, I mean, for for me, especially with Stroud and 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 Bobby Slowa connect. Right. I, I'd be happy with either guy. But but for me, as you mentioned, it's about it's about what I know about Mike Evans, and it, he is the absolute truth. Right. At, at at the wide receiver position. To your point of of T. Higgins, let's say. You know, you're gambling on on the ceiling of T. Higgins. Can he play at or above his ceiling as a one in this league instead of as a one B or a two receiver to Jamar Chase in in uh, in Cincy? That you know that that's the gamble here is is what is T. Higgins as a one without that level receiver across the ball from him or across the formation from him? But but regardless of of what level you think T. Higgins get or what level he ends up getting to, the truth of the matter is. I think T. Higgins would be a great fit here because T. Higgins goes from, hey, man, 10 out of 10, tier one wide receiver, exactly what the Texans need, man-to-man beating, game changer, 50-50 ball catching kind of deal to, okay, he's not the tier one, right, yet, but he is definitely, a from a skills perspective, he is very complimentary to what Tank Dale and what, and what uh, Nico Collins bring to the table right now? Because the one thing you better you take to the bank with T. Higgins is he is that man beating, fifty fifty ball catching, comfortable with contact. Um, I mean, big play making wide receiver. Can he do it to the degree of what Mike Evans can? I'm not convinced of that yet. Very, it's possible, but I'm just not convinced of that yet. But just how he plays the game, the way in which he plays the wide receiver position. I believe is exactly what the Texans need. So if, if that if that if yeah. T Higgins comes in, Ron, and he, let's say he's not a thousand he's not a thousand yard receiver, but he is that guy that when when they, when you get pressure and they're pressing man man and, and I gotta I gotta make a decision and throw a ball right now as a quarterback that back shoulder or the slant or a go route or we're in the red zone and the the quarters are tight. I need that big bodied guy. Can't scheme him open. I just need you to win one on one. If T. Higgins is that guy, then it is a it is a big time get for the Houston Texans. He doesn't necessarily have to come in and be Mike Evans. He doesn't have to come in and put up twelve or fourteen hundred yards and ten touchdowns a year. If from a skill skills standpoint, he is complimentary. He brings something to the table that you don't have right now, and that's what the Texans have to at the very least yeah. bring in. 
They have to bring that in. Like I and, and I would think, like all of us, I think no matter who it is, T. Higgins or or Mike Evans, like that that would be the weapon that they lack that they yep. don't have that oh, you yeah. just said. Either one. But I I'll take the youth. For, for me, I'll take the youth and uh, and the youth and the belief. Like I don't think this is like to me. This ain't taking a, a chance on Nico Collins last year. Like I think T Higgins has shown that Agree. in the league that he is he is uh, he has been he has been that cat. All right, to that point, man. I I, I want to get into something about CJ. And maybe is is the onus on him to take care of what Clint believes the biggest issue that faces the Texans moving forward. And speaking of Nico. Like, should we be just convinced that the Texans already got a one and they don't need to go and get guys like Mike Evans or T. Higgins? We'll discuss that coming up. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, welcome back in. As someone said, we t- said we get to it with Nico Collins like you guys are making. Uh, someone texted in, the Texans could be making a mistake. They've got a one and a two with Nico and Tank. They don't need to go and spend money. They can spend money elsewhere. Not on Mike Evans in a... That's a dangerous game. I mean, to the texter's point, I don't agree with him. I'm just going to try to help him. To the texter's point is, I mean, what what, what, what were... I think Nico was just under 1,300 yards. Uh, eight touchdowns, eight touchdowns, yards. and eighty catches, and like one hundred nine targets, I think, and like fifteen right? games. I think he missed, or really fourteen games, because he he missed really missed that Jets game. Um, he played three or four plays, and then Tank Dale before injured. I mean, there would he he seemed like he was on his way to getting a thousand yards, like close to that. What did, what did Tank Dale finish with? Probably like seven. I seven, think it was seven or eight hundred something. Seven or eight hundred yards. Now that that to the texter's point, and I think the texter maybe the texter's thinking, hey, they've got a one and a two. If they got better at three and four, you know, maybe maybe they'll they'll be fine. Like I said, I don't agree with it, but I, I don't I don't think it's it's crazy. But the part where I think it is it is something one. You got to add multiple weapons, and you have the resources to do so, which is a part of it. And receiver, running back, tight end—you, I mean, those are spaces that you could do. And it seems like the receiver pool and the running back pool are the ones that are that are the biggest ones out there that are most realistic to be able to get big time players at those positions. Breaking news from Sports Radio 610 is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. All right, uh, Tyler coming in and breaking news, and this this better be decisive. What's the breaking news? We got a little Houston Rockets breaking news, a Woj bomb. Woj bomb here at the end of the show. The Memphis Grizzlies, they are trading Steven Adams to the Houston Rockets. For Victor Oladipo and three second-round picks, a source tells Woj. All right, those are trades of two players that aren't playing. Steven Adams is out for the season. I don't think Victor has been playing either. Pretty certain of it. Victor, uh, yeah, Steven Adams. This is a play for for next year, which Mm -hmm. not bad. I mean, 
Steven Adams is a leader. Um, uh, uh, he's been in the league for a while, a physical player. Uh, Brandon was talking about um, – now, this this does not do really anything for them this year, but Brandon was talking about the fact that they could use a backup center and more size right now, uh, and hopefully that happens for them next year. But um, Steven Adams, who has had a, a knee issue – uh, and been one of the leaders for the for the Grizzlies. He is traded for Victor Oladipo. Victor, an inspiring contract. Uh, uh, so an inspiring contract where the, the Grizzlies will just get rid of him and uh, and move on after this year. But Stephen Adams in the fold. We'll see. This ain't the type of trade I'm looking for from the Rockets. Right. right I think right. they need to make a a bigger play uh, to to move on past uh, past him or past. Uh, Past some of one of these young guys on the team that I think that Stephen Adams a good good a good potential leader and a guy in the future and somebody I I, I know uh, Udoka will love to have in the locker room so that's the latest trade there uh, as um, as Stephen Adams comes in with the Rockets hasn't been playing he's he's been hurt this year but that's the latest thing there um, I, I saw you in that thought you don't so you don't agree with the the texture that. What's and, I mean, they got a one and a two, man. They just need to. They just need no. to. They need no. to maybe improve three and four. No, no. no look, I, you, I, I don't. don't I don't. It's. It's. I'm not disrespecting anybody. I'm not minimizing what anybody's done. They're in a really good spot, but I, I believe the wide receiver. I, I look. Not, I'm not going to limit this to wide receivers. I believe the pass catchers will include running backs in terms of being in the pass game. Will include tight ends, wide receivers. The pass catchers for this football team, it would be very easy to look at some of their their stats individually, whether you're talking about Dalton Schultz or Nico Collins or Tank Dell when he was healthy. Hell, you can even look down at Noah Brown, and if you give me a third or fourth receiver that can go get you 150 yards in a game and, and be critical in, in a couple of big games, that's, that's a good number four receiver. You can look at all of those things and say, you know what, we're good. The box score, the stats will tell you, and what C.J. Stroud was able to do statistically, all of that will be able to tell you, not nah, when we're good. We're good right where we're at, man. Let's just get a run game going. We're good. It is, it is to me, in my opinion, it is exactly what's going on with the defensive line and the defensive front. It'd be very easy to sit there and say this was the best run defense, the second best run defense, whatever, whatever they rank top five versus the run, whatever. It'd be very easy to sit there and say, man, them stats tell you, man, we got, we're, we're good right there. Let's just add, let's just add a couple pieces here. We're good right there, man. But no, the head coach comes out and says, if we're going to compete for championships, we've got to be dominant in the trenches. It, 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 it's it's not the box score doesn't tell you that, but if if you throughout the season if you watch the play, sure there was a lot of good man. There's a lot of good to really like about these guys, but you got to get better and you got to get like game changing better. And I believe whether you're talking about the defensive front or you're talking about the pass catchers on this football team, can you consistently be in the playoffs where they're at right now? Yes. I think you can. And when you have multiple picks in the top three rounds and the third most money to spend in the league and a team that just won the division and got to the divisional round of the playoff, why in the hell would you not? 
So the texture, I like this from you. You clowns didn't think the Texans had anything for wide receivers at the beginning of this season. And yeah, I would you say, did. And I would say to you, if you did, you're either one of the greatest homers that this great world has ever created or you are stupid when it comes to football. <laughs> I'm going to go with the stupid one. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I mean, hell, we're all. If you thought, if you, if you, what you watched from Nico Collins said, yeah, man, this dude gonna come out and get 1,300 yards in 14 games. Like, if you, if you, that's what you saw. Like, and and, right, and right, I right. was a supporter of Nico. Hell, I thought eight. I thought that was attainable. You come yeah. out here with a rookie quarterback or a rookie with a rookie play caller, right? Tank yeah. Dale coming in here with his size. You're like, man, that dude right there, man. He's, he's gonna, he's gonna. He, He's going to be well on his way to 1,000 yards. I think Sir? this listener just really thought Robert Woods was going to have a breakout year. Sir, you're a liar. Facts. I'll just say that. Well, uh, and, and I'll, I'll tell you this. And, um, yes, I was a clown that was wrong, and I'd be glad I was wrong. I, well, no, well, right but, now, but, but, was wrong. But, but no, here's, here's the deal. Yeah, here's the deal. I didn't think that was going to happen I, either. They, there's no doubt they were significantly better at the wide receiver position than I thought they were going to be. That's for damn sure. That's no secret. But if you look at it, the way things, the, the way things unfolded – the only one that that we missed on, and I missed more than you because, like you, you just said it, you were was Nico. I mean, hell, I, I was beating the drum for Tank Dell to be the number one receiver and start the first game of the season. Yeah, I no, told no. you, and I told everybody, and I told you exactly who Robert Woods was. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and and, and what happened there? He was no right. Was that, I mean, Noah I, Brown had a couple of moments. Yeah, this Noah year. Brown had a couple of moments, which again, listener knew it was happening. Right. Well, yeah, but the, the the point is, is is there the only the only miss was Nico, and Nico just ended up going for thirteen hundred and eight touchdowns in a way in which in a way in which nobody thought that he would even like I I never thought that he would even be given the opportunity to to get to to go for over a thousand and eight touchdowns the way in which he did. Nobody saw that coming. Hell, Lovey Smith and every offensive coordinator before before Slowick said. They described him as as if he were T. Higgins, big bodied mismatch, fifty fifty ball guy. Man, he's got the speed. Man, he's a mismatch problem. That's not how Nico went out there and went for thirteen hundred yards. This that, person knew Clint. Who? I mean, whoever texted oh, them, the they knew. Yeah, no, I mean, look, that, that's it, it. There is, I was, I missed it. I missed on Nico. I had no no problem with that. Now I'm not gonna sit here now and tell you because he had a good season. All of a sudden, he's a we should hang our hat on him being the one and just move on to different posi- and discuss different positions. No, I'm not on that deal. But but I missed. Yeah, I'm I'm sure this person right here next next was talking about man here you, here he go. he's bet he's sitting here right now. I'm telling just waiting for next year to say. I'm telling you, watch, watch, watch till you see, watch what you see. What John Mechie does. Yeah, drive by on Mechie. Well, I'm just saying. But, this but per- no, no yeah, I'm just I saying mean, this person is. Watch what. Like right now, this person will come out and John. If John Mechie comes out and has 72 catches for 950 yards, like this person will be. Yeah, I I saw it the whole way. <laughs> you clowns didn't see nothing. You clowns didn't see anything. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I will. I'm telling you, but I can't wait to listen to your show. <laughs> that texture. I'm telling you, boy. I got a, I got a feeling your ass, if your ass had a show, your ass been dead wrong on about 10 things that I'd be sitting here with a yellow piece of paper just writing them down. <laughs> just writing them down. 
And moving the paper around because you found out you like that noise. I like that, man. <laughs> Are you going back to the old school I'm way like, of doing I'm, things? I might, start, of, I might start printing, printing out my, my rundown so I can do this. A little loose leaf action. I don't know if we even got paper around here to print uh, the, the rundown. But no, man, listen, I'm just it, – it, listen, I they – I think that Nico and Tank, I've said this to you, and, and this is a place where I think me and you disagree. I I don't necessarily think that they have to get Mike Evans or T. Higgins like if they get an upgrade at tight end. Like for me, if you tell me, all right, we're going to bring in Hunter Henry and Saquon Barkley, and we're going to bring in a tight end that I think is an upgrade over, over Dalton Schultz, and both blocking and and I think getting down the down the field and making big plays, and then you're going to tell me Saquon Barkley and obviously, right, everything that he can do with this offense. At that point, I would say, all right, I can roll with you saying, hey, we're going to have four guys that are at least like we're gonna we're gonna absolutely improve receivers three and four, right? Instead of having guys like. Robert Woods and Noah Brown, we're going to shoot to have guys that are in the vein of Tank and Nico. Like we're going to try to have four guys where these guys can straight up beat threats. All of them kind of do different things, but are real threats that put some sort of fear in people's minds. I can go with that, but Ron, because you're, get, because you you're getting big time talent in the backfield. But and if you're not getting to T. Higgins level, you ain't gonna accomplish that. You know what I mean? Like, like, and maybe it's not T. Higgins style, but if you're, if we're not in that, if we're not in that, in that, like, where are you gonna find that guy? Unless you just draft somebody and and, and they end up being like able one to of them could be in the draft, like you did with, like we just saw a lot of receivers go in the draft that really picked up Rasheed Rice. If they added a Rasheed Rice type out of the draft and another veteran, you know that yeah. that isn't Robert Woods, they got a shot there. All right, coming up, best of the day with Tyler Milner. From 6 to 7, and then be listening to our new night show, Area 45, coming up from 7 to 10. Be listening to Mr. Creighton, Mr. Bajani. They got you coming up after the best of today. Clint, great job. Tyler, great job. I'm Ron Hughley, as always, Houston. We love you, baby. Sharkville happened to me. You sharted yourself wanna, a month ago, and you sharted in a press box. Minus. Absolutely. Nope. You couldn't get to the crapper to go to bed, so you went ahead and just let it rip, huh? Nope. It happened at about, uh, gosh, it was probably one in the afternoon on a Sunday. Sure, I've misjudged a fart, but we need to define a shart here, boys. A shart leaves a skid mark. I don't My think, point I don't is agree. a shart is I liquidy. I, I really don't. Yeah, I think it's li- I don't. I, oh, that sounds bad. If, everybody you, poops you and everybody shares. I'm not going to sit here and tell everybody. And no, I did funking the rest of the way. Coming up next. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theatre in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheatre.com.